Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing. With me, as always, Oliver Young, Operations Director at the Young Automotive Group. Amped to be here. Amped, as always. What are you on every morning? Caffeine. So much of it, probably. <laughs> so much. And I need to give it up and again. Just, and just the, the thrill of rock climbing, right? And the right? thrill. Yeah. <laughs> and also Brad Taylor, corporate trainer with the Center of Excellence. Just amped on life. Oh, oh absolutely. yeah. And tequila, like we just got done talking about. <laughs> but not this early. Nope. Not, it better not, not be this not, early, not Brad. Not at least Definitely noon. Not. Definitely not. <laughs> Weekends, maybe. Weekends. And back with us again, Rachel Hurstbrunner. I, God, I hope I got no, that right. No, you're just fine. Oh, wonderful. Sales trainer with the Center of Excellence. Hello, everyone. Hello. And thank you again for coming back. It's so nice to have you here. And uh, Brad, I just wanted to give you a compliment today. Thank you. You are a rock star, dude. Oh, hey, yeah. I appreciate that. You are an absolute rock star. That is such a, a kind compliment. And I'll tell you what, it is an even better segue into the topic at hand. Wonderful. Um, so, uh, Tim, obviously not just calling me a rock star because I am one, but specifically we want to talk about an incredible book that was referred to me by our sales director, Jared Price. Um, it's Rockstar Service, Rockstar Profits by David Brownlee. An absolute incredible uh, read. It's all about growing your business and creating raving fans and customers for life. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard the saying raving fans before. Who's Typically, when when you hear raving fans, who who do you think of? Uh, Apple. Apple. Sure. Uh, Jeez. Any band, right? Yeah. Like bands typically have raving fans, right? Standing, literally standing up and raving. Right, and that's where the title rock stars come from, right? We we do whenever we get to hear our favorite band or our favorite team play, we have this passion that is deep inside all of us to where Mm -hmm. we actually care about the outcome of a game or we want to travel hundreds of miles to see a band play. It almost comes a part of your identity. Exactly. And yeah, you start dressing like them. You wear their t-shirts, right? You Mm got to buy the $40 t-shirt at the concert or no one's going to know you were there Mm -hmm. unless you post it on every social media website you have. And we're hopeful that uh, you guys are going to be our raving fans here on the uh, COE podcast. But I like to I'm start. I'm excited off- to see your T-shirt, Brad. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, I'll have to put some thought. We're going to do one. one of these live I, in I, front I'm of excited. an audience. I'm excited to see some sales podcast tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Let's get so that good. going. I like that. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to start off first with a quote by Benjamin Franklin. B. Franklin. If you fail to plan. You're planning to fail. Is that a legit Ben Franklin? That is a legit Ben Franklin. And it actually has zero to do with this podcast. I just wanted to toss that in there (laughs) to start off, right? Make sure everyone's listening. Um, So, uh, no, first, my favorite uh, Maya Angelou quote, which is also in the book, Rockstar Service, Rockstar Profits, is, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So Rachel, what does that mean to you? What that means to me is the experience that you give someone, they will never forget that experience if it's good or bad. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, how did you become such a raving fan of Star Wars? Oh, geez. Uh, I I watched it at a very early age and uh, I fell in love with the characters and the music and the action and the adventure. I I don't know. I just just watched it very young and now it's, it's a big part of my identity. Yeah, exactly. And the same is true with rock stars or with teams and even with 
our careers, right? We start to dress and act and think like the people that we surround ourselves with. And it's incredible. The same thing happens with our customers. So Oliver, you were very uh, instrumental in writing the mission statement for the group. We take pride in delivering an exceptional customer experience. What does that mean to you? An exceptional customer experience. You know, creating something exceptional is something that you can't get anywhere else, right? Um, it is in order to become exceptional, everybody in the organization has to equally become exceptional. Because if one person drops the ball, all of a sudden it's not exceptional, right? Even if it's just average, the experience has become average, Yeah. right? And so that mission statement for me means that as an organization, we all have to stretch in our individual responsibilities to become exceptional at what we do in order to deliver that exceptional customer experience, that experience that gives a, a different feeling where they can't find anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, as this group has grown from a family-owned business with one dealership to now 26 locations in automotive and in power sports, it can be just one interaction with one employee that sours someone away. But even as we've grown, we've been able to maintain that family-owned business atmosphere because I believe everyone in our organization does take ownership of that customer experience in parts, in service, and in sales. Couldn't agree with you more, Brad. And I think it's so important that we maintain that culture of we're a family-run organization because yeah. we are. And uh, our employees have done that that magnificently. They've owned it as their own family, right? Agreed. And for me now, uh, coming up on 15 years with the group, it's, it's crazy how I've taken ownership. I've taken the family uh, mentality, right? And every customer becomes family. Every employee becomes family. And I think that's truly what it's about to give that exceptional experience. As I heard from a very smart person, if you want to learn something, you hit the Oracle, you ask Google. Ask the Googles. Right? So <laughs> customer service is the act of supporting and advocating for customers in their discovery, use, optimization, and troubleshooting of a product or service. Okay, wait, say that again. So customer service is the act of supporting and advocating for customers in their discovery, use, optimization, and troubleshooting of a product or service. I love that word advocating in there. Yeah. As, as sales rep, as a service rep, as a parts rep, we're there to help the customer. Sometimes it might be helping them find a new part. It might be helping them with a current part. It might be helping them understand how to use whatever it is that they currently have. But as reps as a family owned business, we are on the customer side, right? We have to keep them top of mind, their experience top of mind. But what I love in particular about the word advocating is that it, you are acting, you're not just supporting. It's not just support. It's not just doing something for them. It's acting on their behalf, right? It's acting as though you are in their place. So advocacy is a form of empathy, right? And that's a huge, huge, huge part of delivering an exceptional customer experience. I absolutely love that. Here we are, uh, middle of 2022, and the world is different, right? It's different today than it was a month ago, different than it was a year ago, different than it was three years ago. Mm -hmm. And we're not quite sure 
exactly what is next, but we do know that in order for us to continue on our trajectory, we have to make sure we keep the customer at the center of our focus. So Oliver, for you, why is delivering an exceptional customer experience right now more valuable than ever? Yeah, I, I, without, without the customer, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. This whole thing, everything grinds to a halt. In sales, without a customer, it, it just sh- shut the shop, right? Yeah. So, uh, but it's easy to get um, lost in everything else. Um, in in you know the accounting side, the the cost side, the there's so many ways to get lost. And when you're thinking about the customer in everything you do, that is when you see the biggest value add to them and they can feel it. And that, that, that builds that fiercely little falling right after it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy how things have progressed in business, right? In the eighties, it was all about that face-to-face customer experience in the nineties. As Tim let us know when he was selling America online, it was (laughs) the first opportunity where customers had a voiceover prompt, right? Like press one for service, press two for sales, right? It, we took away that intimate conversation between the business and the potential customer. And we just started using an automated service and it's just continued and continued to where now you even get automated phone calls, which we all absolutely love. And, you know, those take away from that customer experience. We have to remember that the customer experience is that face-to-face interaction that we have. So in this great book, Rockstar Service, Rockstar Profits by David Brownlee, he just talks about a couple of basic statistics that I want to cover and go over just so we can realize how important it really is. The thing I love about statistics is like 98% of them are made up, but I think these 2% are all factual data, yeah. which is which would be you really brought, helpful to us. factual statistics. Factual statistics. You're very welcome. If we can publish them online or put them in a podcast, it becomes fact. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, first statistic, it is six to seven times more expensive to get a new client than to keep a current one. So Tim, you are uh, over our marketing department where Mm -hmm. we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to make sure we stay in front of our customers as well as get in front of new customers. How do you see that uh, taking effect on the marketing side? Six to seven times more expensive to get a new client rather than keeping a current one. What that means to us is, is that we focus a greater deal of our attention on retention than we do on new acquisitions. So that's that's marketing to our existing customer database and saying, hey, come on back in for service, come on back in for parts, come on back in for accessories. It's much, e- yeah, just like they said, it's it's much more cost effective to market that way than it is for new acquisitions. That, that doesn't mean that we don't go after new acquisitions, but we put the bulk of our attention on retention. Yeah, I love it. And in our mission statement is the fiercely loyal following, right? And it's up to us as the business to make sure that we're putting in the effort to stay in front of them. There's so many deflection points, right? Where a customer can get loyal to a new brand or a new company. It's up to us to stay relevant uh, for them. Now, on the customer satisfaction side, it takes 12 positive customer experiences 
to offset one bad one. Rachel, what do you think about that? 12 positive customer experiences versus one bad one. You know, I've been actually thinking about this for a while, Brad, and I'm happy that you asked me because one bad experience can actually change like an entire family or entire referral circle to not want to come back to that certain business, which is crazy. Even though you have 12 great ones, that one can turn them away. So how I think about that is every person that you're with, every customer that keeps our business going, you have to make sure that you're giving them that exceptional customer experience, especially if that one bad one happens. And that's, that's at every point in the process, yep, right? Absolutely. Because you've got multiple, you've got multiple people interacting with a customer and one person can one interaction out of those multiple interactions can cause that negative experience that can just completely collapse, you know, potentially dozens of referrals that come in off of that one customer and all of the repeat business that that one customer could provide. Yeah. So it's, it's a change in mindset, right? It's understanding that every single customer has a lifetime of value Every single person they know has potentially a lifetime of value to you. And I hope that it changes the way that we think about these interactions. Because as you mentioned, as you mentioned in, let's say in one year, right, from the moment a customer purchases a trailer or an automobile or a power sport from us over that next year, they should have somewhere between 11 to 15 additional contacts with us that all also need to be positive so that we can retain those customers. So here's a scary stat. 91% of unhappy customers will not do business with you again. Wow. So just that one bad interaction, 91% of those people won't come back. 80% of companies say that they deliver superior customer service. However, 8% of people say these same companies deliver superior customer service. So I'm going to hit those two stats again. 80% of companies think that they're doing a good job, but only 8% of customers say that those companies are doing a good job. Oz, how does that make you feel? Well, it's just funny. It's just like saying 80% of the people are above average. And it's like that... Makes no sense, right? And and but I could say that about our stores, right? You know, if if we were talking to our sales professionals, we'd be like, okay, do you deliver an above average and, and exceptional customer experience? And they would say, yes, we do. It's like, no, half of our stores more than likely are not providing exceptional customer experience. In order to do so, you have to deliver something better uh, than our competition, right? Um, and, and you might have somebody that's that's letting you down. Where are those points, and how do you get them better? Right? It's not about. It's not necessarily about being at the top. It's about pushing towards the top. Right? You're trying to become exceptional, and that journey is what gets you there. Not just saying that you're already there. Yep. Right. Um, so I couldn't agree more with those statistics. We, I, I, I think we fall in the trap of saying we're better than we are when we aren't actually doing what we say. Yep. It's called resting on your laurels. Resting <laughs> on your laurels. Yes, it is. And a huge part of customer service is being honest with yourself. Where are we really at? What kind of customer service experience do we really give, mm-hmm. right? Um, so continuing on with some of these statistics, 
96% of your unhappy customers will not tell you that they're unhappy. That one right there scares me because if you have a bad experience, chances are you're going to go out and tell somebody. But that doesn't mean that our customers are actually telling us. A huge part of what we do is we make outbound phone calls to our customers, both of those that did and didn't buy from us. And we want to just find out about that customer experience because if there's somewhere that we can improve, we want to know about it, right? Because think about it. How many touch points are there with a customer before they even make it into your dealership, they're online. They're looking at your reviews online. They're looking at your reviews on Facebook. They're calling in and they're speaking with a receptionist or maybe someone from your location is making an outbound call to them. And there's so many different touch points where we have to make sure that at all times we're giving an exceptional customer experience. And, and Brad, t- talking about that, I, um, a lot of times our you know, a lot of people, salespeople struggle with follow-up calls because they're afraid of the bad experience, Yeah. right? They, they make a call, Hey, is everything going right? Well with the product, right? And they're following up. And in response, they get actually this happened, right? They're like, Oh crap. Now I have to deal with a problem because I made a follow-up call. That's the, that's exactly what you want. You want to hear the problems. The best customer that refers the most people isn't somebody that got an exceptional experience right off the bat, generally. It's the person who had mistakes happen and then we repaired it. Yep. Because then they know even if I don't have an exceptional experience, they will in the end take care of it. Those have always been my best customers. The people that I bump my head with and that have had an issue and we work through the issue, all of a sudden they're the ones that go, no, no, no. These, these people are legit. They, if they, if they don't do it the first time, they will get it the second time because they follow through, they help. And, and really, I think that's what sets apart a lot of really good companies. And that's that advocacy yeah. that we're talking about, right? That is that advocacy. It's, it's coming back and following up and fixing mistakes that have happened. Yeah. Cause mistakes will happen. Absolutely. They're going to happen and it's never intentional, but the follow through and fixing the issue needs to be intentional. Intentional. We can't avoid it. Yep. Um, two last statistics. 65% of customers are frustrated because of inconsistent results and inconsistent treatment from companies. So Tim, we know you're a huge Star Wars fan. Imagine if you sat down to watch an episode and the results were different than what you'd come to expect. I don't have to imagine that, Brad. It happens. <laughs> time and time again. And yet you're still a raving fan. Yet I'm still a raving fan. Now, when you get those inconsistent experiences, do you tell people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, right? Because I think that's what a raving Are you fan referring does. referring to the first Star Wars with Jar Jar Binks? Well, there's that. It, there's, <laughs> there's a whole... We're, we're not going to get gonna into... We're not going to dive into yeah, that. We're not going to dive into the Book of Boba Fett or, or any of that. But... But we, but we do, we talk, I, I do tell people, I talk about those inconsistencies. And then do you know what I do? I talk about the stuff that I love about Star Wars. Yeah, because I talk about the things that bring fan. me back to exactly, Star Wars. Right. It's what helped you have that connection originally. So Rachel, if you attended a concert of your favorite band and they went up there and they were 
just awful. Would you share that experience with people? No, because I would still love them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to that concert that you've been wanting to go to for forever. And even if it was an awful experience, you already had the previous experiences that made up for that. Sure. So once we become a raving fan, we understand that there's going to be some inconsistency. We just want to be able to have that reconnection. And as a business, whether it's in parts, sales, or service, we have to understand that we are the advocate for the customer. We're the one that's going to reach out and continue to provide that exceptional customer experience because whether they're buying something today or in a year, or in five years from now, they're going to have a lot of touch points along the way. What's crazy, Brad, is I was actually looking at this uh, percentage that 70% of the time, customers already know what they're going to buy before you even get with them, meaning the salesperson gets involved. So you have 30% to be able to bring on that customer right. experience, the rock star service. Yeah, this is some good st statistics, and, and we can talk statistics all day. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Um, and actually, we've, I think, Brad, you've done a good job of, of making these statistics very interesting um, and a little less dry than, than what we'd normally do. And that comes from uh, Rockstar Service, Rockstar Profits, and that's by uh, David Brownlee? Yep, okay. that's correct. Fantastic. And do you have an action item for us this I week? do. Yeah, so uh, we want to make sure that you guys are getting some, some good quality content out of these podcasts. So please take some of these statistics and share them in your next sales meeting or parts meeting or service huddle because everyone in our entire group needs to know these statistics because it's so important for us to continue to provide that exceptional customer experience. Fantastic. And last week we talked about uh, if, if you uh, send us an email with uh, your favorite episodes, a topic that you'd like to hear, successes that you've had from implementing things that you've learned in this podcast, and one person you've referred to this podcast to, we talked about giving away a bunch of gift cards and stuff like that. And we're going to include, I think, five, uh, five folks will get a copy of Rockstar Service, Rockstar Profits by David Brownlee as well. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite part, my favorite part, oh, Tim's yeah. copious notes. Uh, and we're going to start off with uh, <laughs> a quote from Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said, forget what you did, but they will remember the way that you made them feel. And that's a great quote. Uh, and it's it's a just kind of encompasses this whole idea that we've talked about today. Um, we're talking about creating an exceptional customer experience and generating fiercely loyal following. To create something exceptional is to create something that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, and then that customer service is all about supporting and advocating for the customer. Uh, the customer experience is a face-to-face experience and it needs to be deeply personal uh, some statistics that we talked about it is six to seven times more expensive to get a new customer than it is to retain an existing customer so you need to really focus on those existing customers you've got to follow up you absolutely have to follow up because these people are going to generate referrals for you and there's a lifetime of value in that relationship so it's all about maintaining that relationship it takes 12 positive customer experiences to offset one negative customer experience again we're talking about the lifetime of a customer's value and the lifetime of all of those referrals that they could bring in. And today, you that bad experience, that one bad experience doesn't just affect their personal network, right? Because you have online reviews out there as well. So that could cause some serious damage to you. It could cause some serious damage to everyone that you work with. 91% uh, of unhappy customers will not do business with you again. 
80% of customers or companies think that they're doing a good job. Only 8% are. Uh, 96% of your unhappy customers will not tell you that they're unhappy. You can't avoid follow-up for fear of complications, for fear of those bad experiences. You've got to hear that stuff. The best customers are the ones that know that you will advocate for them and that you will fix those mistakes. Uh, and then finally, 65% of customers are frustrated by inconsistencies, but that's okay because once we become a, 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 a raving fan, a fiercely loyal follower, we start to accept those inconsistencies because we know that that's not the truth, that that's not how we do business. Yep. How'd we do? Perfect. Good. Fantastic. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys uh, for bringing this uh, stuff to light. And I want to thank everybody out there for listening. If you haven't rated us on iTunes, please do so. Give us some stars. Uh, give us some some positive words. Uh, be, be our fiercely loyal following, please. Uh, <laughs> and if you do have questions for us, comments, if you've got ideas for future podcasts, send us an email to podcast at youngcoe.com. Oliver, you want to say something? The t-shirt's going to be rad. The t-shirt's going to be rad. <laughs> the t-shirt that we make. Are we making a t-shirt? we sales podcast. Let's nice. It. Oh, it's going to be so good looking. Fan freaking tastic. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the thanks, next Tim. one.